0: Welcome in. It's a Sun Journal weekend preview for a Friday. Yes, really this time. Really, really this time. We had a solid dry run already. Judy Meyer is in. She is the editor over at the Sun Journal. Good Talkin- morning. Good morning, Judy. Thank you so much for being in this morning. Sure. Um, this weekend in the paper, you guys are going to take a special look at something that folks that were a Livermore Falls Andy or a J Tiger probably remember quite, you know, quite well. I'm not going to say fondly. The international paper strike of 1987 was something that definitely affected my family, affected my life quite a bit. Um, Let's talk a little bit about that and and talk about the divide that still remains over there with a lot of folks because it's it's been a 30 year battle up there for a lot of folks, and uh, a lot of things have changed. I think with families in the last 30 years up there.
1: I think that's very fair. There's no fond memories. I think from this strike, it really split the town um, from union management, families, friends, coworkers. People took sides. Um, when the strike happened, and then as the strike marched on for 16 months, people really kind of like got entrenched in their view of what was going on, and, and they just have not been able to let it go. So we're taking a look at how the town has changed and what it's like now in the aftermath of that, that like, ongoing bitterness.
0: There was um. You had told a story once, and I actually I, I knew one of the one of the police chiefs from J up at that time. One of the police officers from J up at that time as well. There was actually more. They, they had to hire more of a police presence because of the strike, and it turned out that it was actually it was right. They they had to do that right because there was so much stuff had to going do on. That. Yeah, the the
1: first i think realization that there was going to be a strike started at the beginning of june in 1987 and within a week the sheriffs um there when they were hiring on swearing in new officers from neighboring towns they wanted to give more police officers authority to operate in the town of jay um, and it turns out they did need that because there were a couple of firebomb incidents people were hit with cars people were throwing bottles um you know at the picketers as they were driving by um some of the picketers you, you know, the tensions were really high, and there was just a lot of trouble. The extra police presence was absolutely required.
0: Talking with Judy Meyer, she is the editor over at the Sun-Journal. We're talking about uh, the international paper strike, which happened 30 years ago this month. 87 was quite a year. You had the flood. You had uh, yes. You had everything. You know, we... You and I have talked about this before. Like that was the first time that year that I actually got to see water all the way up into the road. Like I lived in Hall Hill and Dixfield and like the water there used to be this place called Log Cabin Craftworks and it was in an actual log cabin, which is where it got its name from. And it was right there at the end of my road and like if you looked at the water it went almost up to the back of it and it's on uh, it was on top of the road and then it dives into a field and then uh, the rest of my my road was cut off because of water because the stream had overflowed so i thought the biggest thing that would happen in 87 would would be the would be the flood but for folks that don't know what caused this strike what made this sort of ice we see strikes all the time and usually they you know they end up getting wrapped up at some point this one lasted six months and a lot of the acrimonies lasted for years but what started this whole thing
1: Actually, it lasted for 16 months, so that was was a a really long time. So, so, you know, there were a lot of safety concerns. The workers had many safety concerns in the mill, and they would bring them up and didn't feel like they were being satisfied. The administration at the mill didn't want to pay double time on Sundays and holidays, so there was a pay issue. Um, So they they both believed very firmly they had legitimate um, complaints, and they just couldn't come to terms on a contract. So um, I think it was June... 15th of that year, the um, t- 1,250 workers were laid off, literally. I mean, all the union workers were laid off. And what's interesting is at the height of the protests and the picketing and the striking, there were over a thousand uh, people at the mill standing in the street. So basically, almost the entire workforce, when they went on strike, they also physically picketed the plant. This is a very visible community cannot ignore kind of situation
0: well you're 100 right on that too everybody nobody could ignore that i mean the, the economic impact was huge too so i right. mean that was well then we're going to talk a little bit more about that on the way judy meyer is in from the sun journal for the sun journal we can preview on a friday morning maine's big z welcome back segment number two judy meyer is here she does not we're going to talk about her mom voice in just a second but not not quite yet not quite yet we're talking about what's going to be in the sun journal of this weekend of course sun journal we can preview every friday morning at 630 we were talking so, about the international paper strike from from 30 years ago and some of the things that led to that. Go right ahead, Judy. Go right ahead.
1: Well, we just when we realized the 30th anniversary was was coming up, we started you know looking through our archives and and looking at the reporting we'd done at the time. But we also found this treasure trove of photos that we had taken um, at the time, and we're going to reproduce a number of those photos online and in the paper uh, this weekend. They're they're really fascinating. They they capture kind of the tension of the time, and I think. Obviously, people don't remember this fondly, so the past is going to become rushing back, and and it's not a good past, but it is what formed this town, and and it lingers, so we have to acknowledge it, and the, the art is really just amazing.
0: You know, I had a conversation this morning with someone, and I said, you know, before I took this job, I didn't realize there was more than one point of view to every side. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and I, f- I feel like this is kind of the same thing w- with the strike. There's one. There's more than one point of view on this. I assume you guys had to interview a lot of voices for this, and some that you weren't even able to get to probably because of time. You know?
1: Right. I mean, we really dearly wanted to interview the mill manager at the time, but we couldn't find him. But we talked to people who were working at the mill, you know, before the strike and worked through the mill or worked at the mill through the stike and then stayed for all these 30 years. And their perspective is really interesting. We talked to town officials. We talked to police officials, just tried to get a real um, picture of what the town was like then and what it is like now. So a lot of voices, a lot of pain, a lot of people want to put them, you know, this behind them. But we've also heard stories where somebody walks into a restaurant for breakfast, sees somebody that was on the other side of the strike, and they'll just turn around and walk out. They can't stand to be in the same room with one another.
0: That's amazing. I mean, it is that's, amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's that's Hatfield and McCoy sort of thing, it right is. there. You yeah. know, and and it's amazing because a lot of these, it's funny because that that community, a lot of these kids all go to school together now, and it's right. like wow. That's nice, right? And
1: it's such a great town. The people up there are really decent, hardworking people. And but this has really cut a scar through the town that has really never healed.
0: Talking with Judy Meyer, she's the executive editor of the Sun Journal. Of course, last week Judy came in and talked about the letter to the, uh, the letter to the editor and, and different uh, changes in the commenting uh, for Sun Journal. Uh, how has that gone since it, you talked to everybody in your editorial mom voice? How did, how's it that going?
1: going great our readers responded really well and everybody has been more courteous we are just really pleased you know i have been reading all the letters as they've been coming in and there's been almost nobody who is really stepping over the line so we don't even have to tell people look we got to fix this people are stepping up and we are just thrilled about so thank you to our readers for helping us with this it's important
0: Judy Meyer is the executive editor of the Sun Journal. Of course, you can pick up a copy of the Sun Journal any day. Look for those uh, big yellow uh, things there uh, around corners. You can get them at newsstands. Of course, you can subscribe. I got a great big bag of papers. I got to give back to my paper guy soon, too. And I just got to get here early enough to catch them. Uh, and of course, you can subscribe online at sunjournal.com. Judy, thank you very much. You. And uh, we're looking forward to, to seeing everything uh, about the uh, about, a, about the strike this week. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you. A lot more on the way. You're listening to Maine's Big Z.